welcome to episode number one of Down the Rabbit Hole. My name is Rafael Ruiz, and with my co-host, Carl Baldwin. How are you? I'm fine this morning, Rafa. How are you? I'm great, and I'm really ready to start this show, because this is a show where we're going to, where we're going to talk about science fiction. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, myths. Science fact. Yes. Uh, conspiracy theories. Hoaxes. And... Actually, whatever crosses our mind. Exactly. <laughs> We're just freewheeling. Yes. And this is going to be what we have been calling a binary show. The first show is going to cover all the mythology, sci-fi, conspiracy part. Hoaxes. Hoaxes, myths. Flights of fancy. Yeah. All that stuff. All that stuff will be. All that stuff the internet's full of. Uh-huh. Exactly. And in the second part... But no cats, right? No cats? Well, cats are the the biggest thing on the internet, so... That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Go on. (laughs) The second part of the show is going to be the science. The science behind the hoaxes, behind the... Yes, whatever is the topic we're talking during the week. Yeah. That will be the second show, so it will be always two shows on a certain topic. Yeah. And... Topic number one, very interesting one, and very, uh, let's say, contemporary since we just recently celebrated the date of Back to the Future. Yeah, October 15th, right? October 15th, 2015. So we're talking about time travel. So this is what we came up during the first try and recording of this show, which is the part of science fiction, a part of myths, a part of conspiracies and everything. Yeah. So, listen to it, and we talk more at the end. So, for the first topic, we chose something that we believe everybody likes to talk about, because there has been even movies about it. And I'm talking about time travel. So, time travel. What would be the first topic we will talk? Well, I just wanted to mention, right, it's not only movies... It goes back way further with books, right? Oh, of course. Um, because um, my understanding is that the first book that mentioned time traveling was published in the uh, 1700s. Um, but, wow. Yeah, but of course the most famous one is, of course, H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, which was 1850-something, I think. Um, and he kind of popularized the concept of time uh-huh. travel that had never really made it into the public consciousness, I think. Okay. And uh, we're going to divide this topic in several episodes. Mm. In the first episode, we'll be talking about all these theories, uh, all these uh, hoaxes, all these uh, myths and weird stories that you can find around. And one of the most... Uh, and actually, this topic was brought... Uh, to our attention because recently Back to the Future the movie celebrated the day they travel to the future yeah that was the um, Back to the Future 2 when Marty McFly travelled forwards in time to Uh October 15th 2015 exactly um, which is like uh, not that long ago now no and they we don't really have yet hoverboards there is the project. There are some uh, uh, 
there is there Designs, is signs projects to do them one even there's one around that seems to be working there is the one developed by lexus lexus as a publicity stunt but it uh-huh. only works on the special skate park that they yeah. built <laughs> and apparently it's extremely tricky to ride that board of course. Um, there's a video on YouTube, of course. Uh-huh. Check that out. We, we don't have yet flying cars. D- very disappointingly, we don't. Uh-huh. Or jetpacks. Or jetpacks, yeah. I'm no. very disappointed in that. Or tennis shoes that uh, tie themselves. <laughs> yeah, but we do have Velcro. <laughs> totally. <laughs> the poor man's self-tying shoe. Yeah. And because of this Back to the Future... And because of, they talk also about some very inter- interesting concepts in there. Mm. But besides Back to the Future, yeah, there's one story that in the year 2000, 2001, something like that, happened. That's right. That's the case of uh, John Titor, his name is. He announced himself to the, at the time, limited world of internet users um, on the 3rd of November 2000, he uh, pronounced himself to be a time traveller from 2036. Yeah. And that he actually travelled to the past using a time displacement um, machine manufactured by the American company General Electric. Uh-huh. And uh, he announced that Although he was in the year 2000 for personal reasons, he was actually kind of on a stopover, having uh-huh. been back to 1975. And I think you know why he went back to 1975. Yes, uh, he went back to all the way back to get an IBM 5100 computer system. Now, why was he getting this? This is where the story becomes a little bit interesting on one side. Because he was claiming that those computers have a special uh, part or code or uh, feature feature that would help him in the future because of some disruptions and problems that happened. Yeah, that's right. What he was saying was that in uh, 2036, um, American society, because obviously... He was an American, or appeared to be an American, uh-huh. um, that in the year that he came from, 2036, society was completely transformed because, and this was one of his predictions, uh-huh. that in 2015, uh, there was, in fact, a civil war in the United States, followed by a nuclear exchange with Russia. Uh-huh. And that this caused obviously a breakdown in society, and his um, his future that he came from was still recovering from that um, uh, catastrophe, and uh-huh. and that they needed this technology from the past to do certain things for them in his present time. And after the announcement, a lot of comments went on that bulletin board. And one of them, uh, and one of the declarations after all this story, was by Bob Duke, which was an engineer who helped design and he, uh, the IBM uh, 5100, and he confirmed that such feature existed, that the 5100 had the rare ability 
to emulate programs in older languages used by the IBM mainframes. And the reason they never revealed this is because they didn't know how the competition would use this feature. That's right. But, but yeah, uh, in the more recent past, uh, some other engineer has said that although the feature was kind of not publicized, um, the reasoning given uh, as to why it wasn't publicized originally, which was concerns about competition, was actually not the case, and that uh, this feature was really not that special, and that by the year 2036, they could probably do exactly the same job using uh-huh. any kind of standard Any tech. kind, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, with a, a, a PC from this period would could easily do what he apparently had travelled back to that time to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. Well, that, uh, of course, there was uh, also some other comments around about him that uh, he was going back now to his timeline. He could take some uh, people with him. He That's would disclose right. about it. And, of course, this is a more interesting thing, which was that um, <laughs> we mentioned uh, Back to the Future, and, of course, one of the almost major stars of that series was the DeLorean car that um, uh-huh. had the time machine built into it. And John Titor obviously was some time before the first film yeah. came out, right? Um, he also said his time machine was built into a car, although he also had it as a... Uh, he actually took photographs of it and published photographs yes. of it. Yes. But it was fitted into, I think it was a Pontiac, a 74 Pontiac. A 1967 Chevrolet. There you are. I was very close, <laughs> obviously, because all those cars looked the same at the time. Yeah, he mentioned that to be able to be there, uh, he had to tra- uh, buy... Uh, make a stop first, I don't remember in what year, yeah. and buy a car that would still exist in 1975. And that had the right suspension to carry the weight. 500 the... tons. I was like, no. I have the... Fit, the 500 kilograms. Surely. 500 kilograms. 500 pounds, actually. 500 pounds. It's American, remember? Yeah, American. 500 pounds. Of course, so. it's pounds. Not even proper pounds, Rafa. Yeah. American pounds. <laughs> Which are a lot flashier, but don't weigh as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are lighter, right? They're lighter. So They're better. May, may, maybe we should uh, step in the scale in American pounds. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it, it can help a bit, but yeah. Okay, and well, he was driving this old car, and then, then coming back to uh, as he was going into the future, he was also moving vehicles and that's right he was moving around in vehicles and apparently he was in the year 2000 for personal reasons although he he never revealed why and he was even interviewed on a a chat show in the u.s and i believe that is also available online somewhere Uh uh-huh um anyway he disappeared after one year and he left a lot of people hanging because Obviously, this kind of thing draws people's attention. Yeah, but when the predictions he also made about the future didn't happen, that's right. Boom, he lost credibility. He started to lose followers. He did lose credibility and followers, but 
Then the obviously the idea emerged in, shall we say, more recent times, yeah. the last uh, 15 years or so, about this concept of multiverses, and uh, uh-huh. which has now become almost the accepted uh, um, theory. theory that uh, there are actually many u- universes. And um, looking back at the John Titor situation, uh, people have suggested that the reason why his um, predictions didn't come true was that the moment he pronounced about them, there was a split in the timeline, and on one timeline, the event occurred, and on another uh-huh. timeline, it didn't. Yes, so... And we're in that timeline. Yeah, and this comes back to the this multiverse theory, uh-huh. to the multiple timelines. It was also explained again in Back to the Future in the second movie. That's right. Um, very easy, very well to the point in the blackboard by Dr. Emmett Brown. Yeah. Why, when Marty McFly returned to the past, he didn't return to the exact same timeline. That's right. Because he altered, was altered, the uh, past. That's right. And there's also the, um, the the kind of theory, for want of a better word. Some people might argue with that use of that word theory, but that if you travel into the past and then are able to return to the future, you can never return... To the same point. ...to the future you came from. Yeah, yeah. You always go back to another timeline. That's a little bit spooky, right? It is a little bit spooky. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, practically, if you become a time traveler, you will have to be able or willing to just... Walk away from everything. Walk away from your life. Yeah. Because you would never have the same love you had. That's right. Um... And it's a very interesting idea, isn't it? Uh-huh. Maybe, you know, you could escape into the past to escape into a new future. Uh-huh. Strangely, there is another talking about yeah. use of time travel for um, these kinds of purposes. Uh, there is a, another um, kind of fairly well-known time travel story, uh-huh. which is about a future society that... Um, condemns criminals to the past. Uh-huh. And the reason, and what they do is they, somebody is convicted, they're sentenced to a specific point in time in the past, uh-huh. knowing that they can, that timeline will never be that, the timeline they're sent from. So uh-huh. effectively they're losing them in a timeline. Wasn't there like a movie also related to that or similar to that? Really? Sounds familiar, yeah, somehow. We'll, we'll have to look oh, yeah. that up, I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, because I can't remember the name of it. And here comes a question, not only for you, but the people listening. Uh-huh. Uh, if you could travel travel to the past, mm-hmm. would where would you travel? Would you travel to retrieve any object, something that you would like to see, to taste, to have, something that right now we cannot have, what would you do if you could travel to the past? Well, I'm fascinated by your idea that you would go to the immense trouble of creating a time machine to go back to taste a particular kind of food, but, you know, whatever. Well, what if somebody is, for example, in the last days of their life? Yeah. And one thing that you would like to do is for one more time taste that 
little thing that you happened to taste when you were a child and mm. is not here anymore. It'll never taste the same again, though, will it? It's never the as never as good as you remember it. <laughs> of course, right? I agree with that. But wouldn't that be many people I, trying to do that? I suppose that's his. There, there's a lot of things about people wanting always to eat the food that my mom used to make. Oh, brings back memories. Yes, I, you know? I agree. In yes, lot of movies right. even for children, this thing comes up constant. Yes. So why not travel to the past to eat? A food, certain food, for yes, example. something your mother made or... Yeah, even if you would have to steal it. I mean... For, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot present in front of the door and say, Hey, mom, I'm here, I'm from the future, yes, give me well, some food. <laughs> yes, that's true. You'd have to sneak into the house yeah. <laughs> again. <right>? Yeah, again. <laughs> um, I, think, I think for myself, I think... Uh, I think in this moment, rather than going back for a particular object or... Um, kind of family thing i think i'd like to visit certain historical moments and actually uh -huh. witness them firsthand that is very interesting well it a lot of people say that the history that we all read uh -huh. um is a distortion of what actually happened yeah and, and because that, in general the story is written by well, if, the winners, it, right? if it's if it's a war, the history is written by the victor. Victor, yeah. Um, but even even let us take the Bible. I'm uh -huh. I'm I'm not a religious person, but um, I would be fascinated to go back and, if possible, uh, witness some of those events that are. Uh -huh. um, you know, reported in or, scripture. Or interesting for humanity, the history of humanity in general, no? Yeah, any 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 point uh -huh. where there appears to be like a pivotal moment mm -hmm. where almost as if civilization went down uh -huh. a different uh -huh. line because of these events. Yeah. To actually see them firsthand, to actually see uh -huh. what actually happened. happened. Now, I would like to then ask also our listeners. Yeah. Good idea. Go and write your answers. Hmm. Answer to us in the comments down in the show notes. There's a form that you can fill up. Write in the comments. Ah. Where would you try and travel to the past? Why would you try and travel to the past? Yeah. That um, is interesting. Please let us know your your ideas about it. Yeah, and if you do that in a future podcast, we'll uh, pick yeah. the best ones, the most interesting ones. And, we'll... and then we come back to the past, yeah. travel to the past, and then come back to the future. Yeah, we'll, we'll name check the best ones. <laughs> yeah. <we? laughs> Definitely. And we have been talking a lot about traveling to the past mm. because most of those have been to the past. In fact, there are many videos, YouTube videos online that you can find where you see people with devices. Yeah, that's right. Um, There seem to be um, a number of videos circulating online that show rather strange things. So, for example, there's um, an alleged clip from a Charlie Chaplin movie uh, that is a street scene, and in the in the street scene, it shows an old, what appears to be an oldish lady walking down a sidewalk in a street scene. And she appears to be holding something up to her ear, and she's talking. Uh huh. Now, I I actually think that has been debunked as a ho ho hoax. Uh huh. Uh, but there are others. There are um, others, and the majority seems to be women. 
that's an interesting thing that I notice. There's videos from Russia and from other countries, and all of them, or the majority, are women holding an object or something to the ear. Mm. The few are men. Mm. Now, you have an idea about this, that um, yeah. women's status, social status in the past... May may make them an ideal exactly time traveling time traveling candidate because they can be more anonymous exactly so because of this uh, social status in the past of women mm. and they were the attention was not so much on what they were doing mm. it would become like the perfect candidate to travel to the past mm. or to a certain from certain point to the past. And remain up to a certain point anonymous. Yeah, I mean, my only argument with that is that obviously, just about in any age, other than the current one, <laughs> anybody walking down the street talking to them, apparently talking to themselves, uh-huh. people would take notice of that and um, send you to a special hospital. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> With a white shirt. Despite your objections that you're from the future. <laughs> that may only make it worse. Yeah, right? exactly. That will only make it worse. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not convinced by the, yeah. that kind of thing. And I've also seen some photographs showing... The same person, right? Well, and sh- I've seen those. And showing crowd scenes where there is... Uh, it's a, a, a notable historic event. There's a crowd scene, and there's apparently a person in the crowd that clearly sticks out as being completely dressed completely wrong for the time uh-huh. period. Now, again, I have a real problem with stuff like yeah. that because people would notice. You would think that if you're going to travel to the past, you would try to fit as much as possible. You want to blend in, right? I'm blending, yeah. yeah. So think- it's... I think blending is very important. Yeah, like the Trojan horse uh, book, when they traveled to the time of Jesus Christ to witness the crucifixion, right. they had to prepare, be experts in a certain language, yeah. look like the people there, dress up with the same type of clothes and materials. Yeah. Actually, if I remember correctly, they have to said in the story that they are coming from Greece. Because they would be able to reproduce that kind of clothing, and they were traveling, right. and that's how they end up in there. Yeah. So physically it requires also transformation. Yes, but but I, in discussions with you, Rafa, prior to this uh, podcast, I also uh, kind of raised the idea that um, one of the things that would make a time traveler stick out traveling into the not-too-distant past Uh would be a very, very simple thing, which is their height. Yeah, exactly. Because modern nutrition since the Second World War, globally, our understanding of nutrition has meant that people have grown in height significantly in the last 50 Uh years and and potentially will actually be taller in the future. So it's like we were saying about blending. You cannot send a guy of... Uh, Six foot two. One, yeah, oh. one ninety something meters. Yeah, uh, white skin, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Back, in, back to, to Jesus Christ here in in. Guys, gonna look a freak, right? Yeah, you're a, like you said, a giant. He's gonna be a giant. People are. Gonna, <laughs> you're gonna notice, right? Yeah. So and that makes you wonder yeah. the, the story about David and Goliath. 
Right. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it also takes you back to other stories that go back much further than that. Uh, there's a, there's an interesting um, class of stories that stretch around the globe, actually, uh-huh. from a number of thousand years BC uh-huh. about a race of tall... Uh, blonde-haired individuals who visited uh-huh. or who appeared in various communities and showed them how to do, do things, things like sow crops and rotate crops and things like that. And these m- myths, for want of a better word, or stories, um, appear on different continents around yes. the globe and during a certain period, and then they just... And, and here we can split into, actually, the topic, because that one topic would be the alien theory yeah, and the other one could be the time travel theory exactly people from the future coming and helping humanity yes in certain points of evolution yes which may create all kinds of yeah one of my one of my things about time travel is that i have a feeling that looking today at how much a luxury car costs uh-huh. how much it costs to put a man on the moon or send Uh, a probe to the outer reaches of the solar system, uh-huh. you get the feeling, this is a gut feeling, but if if a time machine was theoretically feasible, the actual cost of creating such a thing would probably be require the entire wealth of a country to create or possibly a collaboration uh-huh. on a global scale. On a global scale, yeah. And you would then imagine that if it required that kind of resource allocating to it... should be noticeable. Well, for sure, they're going to obviously think very carefully about who is allowed to do what, who is allowed to go uh-huh. where, what you do when you go there. Um, and, you know, kind of this idea of random time travelers coming back from yeah. the future kind of seems a bit unreal yeah. to me. And now that you mentioned the future, yeah. most of the talk has been to the past because, you know, it's interesting and most movies are... But what about traveling to the future? Absolutely. Yes. And why would you travel to the future? Can you think of a good well, reason? I think that the most common reasons that people would travel to the future is mm. one... Technology, uh-huh. uh, health improvement, uh, yeah. because uh, people would think, if I go to the future, maybe better medicine, better ways of living and mm-hmm. extending the lifespan of humans is right. more possible. Right. Uh, and I don't know, maybe curiosity. Well, strangely enough, or not strangely enough, predictably enough, there is an actual science fiction, a well-known science fiction story written by uh, Arthur C. Clarke, uh-huh. and he wrote a uh, novel called The Light of Other Days, and it was about the invention of a device that didn't allow physical travel into the future, but what it did was it allowed a person to actually view the uh-huh. past, like almost like uh, looking, through a a, yeah, looking through a screen, and you could direct not only the period, but where the viewpoint was on the globe. Nice. And this machine allowed you to look anywhere in the past or the future. And the consequence was that these machines became generally available 
to the public, uh-huh. and society broke down because everybody was obsessed with seeing their own future. When did they die? How did they die? Did they trying to not? Did their marriage partner have an affair? Yeah, uh, they went into the past and saw that what they're being told was history was false. Now this didn't actually involve physical travel; yeah. it was just a, like a viewing port. There is a similar device used in the TV series uh, Fringe. They used a similar device, but instead of watching to the future or the past, uh-huh. they were watching other universes. The multiverses, oh, another wow. another uh, dimensions, and there was a rip in both, and they were starting to collapse. Oh! But they were using a similar thing where there was like a projection, right? But they managed to be able to break that kind of membrane, the, the you barrier. know, the barrier to be able to cross over things, and that was was causing actually all kinds the rip. of problems. Yeah. Right. Remind me that exactly that device because it was exactly like that, like oh. watching a movie projected in a screen, right. but you were watching another parallel universe. Oh, there you go. That's a variation on obviously that Arthur C. Clarke, uh, yeah, storyline. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And travel to the future. Uh, do you think it's risky, like you said now, because it would cause uh, social disruption? Uh, well, I again, I suspect that. And we're going to come to what are the, what are the practicalities of uh-huh. time travel in a, a future podcast. But um, I think, obviously, if it was in the hands of um, the general public to somehow observe or even travel to the future, I suspect we would not be able to resist the temptation to look at things that are very personal and that that uh-huh. could cause all kinds of social disruption. Um, so I'm not entirely sure what... I, I can only think that a justification for travelling into the future might be, as you were mentioning, maybe to bring some medical technology or something back uh-huh. into the past. But again... You know, this is the kind. This is like a, this is kind of a Hollywood movie for for every, yeah. for, for every uh, good Samaritan who wants to travel into the future to bring back a medicine that will save their child. Maybe there will, there will be some Doctor Evil who wants to go into the future to bring back that better weapon that to wipe yeah. us all out or his enemy out or yeah. whatever. So um, I think traveling to the future is almost more has more risks attached to it in a way to traveling to the past right because we talk here about timelines and world lines if we can't if we can't alter our timeline because we will get this split Uh then you kind of think well you can almost go back into the past and do anything you want yeah actually Uh Um, you could go back and kill Hitler or um, whatever it is you want to do because you won't have to live the consequences of that action. Yeah. Whereas... But once again, like we mentioned before, if once you travel to the past, you cannot return to the same timeline. Well, so... Allegedly. Allegedly, think, of course. Everything the, is like a th- theory. The, yeah. I mean, some of this stuff isn't even theory. It's just yeah. conjecture. Right? Conjecture, it's, yeah. it's just people's ideas and... Which, uh, next episode, we will be talking now the science part of this 
What science there is? Whatever science there is, of course. There isn't. Based on certain theories, some yes. people uh, that have made propositions about this. Absolutely. And uh, we would like you also to make your comments. Uh, and write to us in the comments. Uh, if What would you prefer as well? Travel to the past or travel to the future? Yeah. And if you go to the future, then... Why would you travel to the future? Yes. What, what would you search for? What would be a good reason? A good reason, yeah. Good one, yeah. What's a good reason to travel to the future? Mm. So, this is it for today. Thank you for listening. We will talk next week. Thank you, Carl. Uh, thank you, Ralph. See you next week. All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Darkmind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved, Darkmind Radio, 2015.